بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد Inshallah ta'ala tonight we're going to take a look at a biography of a great imam from the imma of Islam and this imam is the Imam of Ahlul Sunnah, Imam Ahmed ibn Hanbal, rahimahullah. Thus far, the title for tonight's topic is the life and trials of the Imam of Ahlul Sunnah, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, part one. Inshallah Taala, in this particular lesson. We're going to take a look at a brief introductory or a brief introduction and brief overview of the birth of this great Imam, his scholars, those who narrated from him, his travels, his great memory. His description and how he looked, as well as what is said about him from the imma of Islam. This great Imam, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he has some well-known books such as Al Musnad and Aradu ala Zanadiqa wal Jahmiya. And of course, one of the most famous amongst all of us, Usulla Sunnah. And this was the book that led me to understand or to embrace this da'wah, a da'wah the Salafiyyah. So in other words, this great Imam, the Shaykh, I consider him to be my Shaykh. It was his kalam that led me to the Haqq. When I opened that tremendous book and it said, just as Shaykh Shanqiti Rahimahullah, one of the great Imams and teachers of Shaykh Rabiya ibn Hadim Madkhili Hafiyatullah from the area of Mauritania, as Shaykh ibn Bas Rahimahullah gave him the Majmu'a Fatawa of Ibn Taymiyyah. And Shaykh Shanqiti, rahimahullah, he said that he made itikaf with that for one month, and it was that that convinced him to accept a da'wata salafiyya. So before we, we, we talk about this great imam, we have to make some introductory remarks. Remarks. Because he is from the imma, the scholars, and he is the imam of Ahl sunnah So we have to look at what's important about the scholars, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned about the scholars. Because before we look at his life in detail, which we're going to talk about in part two, the minh, the mihna, the trial he went through, as relates to the Jahmiyyah saying the Quran is created. And we know from the belief of Ahl Sunnati with Jama'ah is that the Quran kalam Allah wa laysa makhluq. So we have to look at this 
the beginning of his life first, some brief remarks, and the importance of the scholars so we can know why he did what he did. So with that, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Shahid, Shahid Allahu anuhu la ilaha illahu wal malaikatu wa uli ilmi qa'imim miqist la ilaha illahu al azizul hakim Surah Al-Imran, 18th ayah that Allah bears witness that none has a right to be worshipped except He and the angels and those who are endowed with knowledge established firmly upon justice la ilaha illahu there's none has a right to be worshipped except He, Al Azizul Hakim. We also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we know He says, Kulha yastawalladina ya'lamuna walladina la ya'lamun. And Surah Zumr, the ninth ayah, say, Are those who know like those who don't know? We know also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Afaman ya'lamu anna unzila ilik min rabbika al haq haq. كَمَنْ هُوَ أَعْمَى إِنَّمَا يُتَذَكِّرُوا أُولِ الْأَلْبَابِ So Allah says also in Surah Ra'ad, the 19th ayah, in relation to those who know, those scholars, are they like those, those who know, those who uh, know the revelation that's been sent down from the Rabb? Are they like those who are blind? And in this is a remembrance for those men of understanding. You know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, يَرْفِعُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مِنْكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ أُوتِ الْعِلْمَ دُرَّجَادٍ And we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah raises those amongst you who believe in those who have been endowed with knowledge in durajat, in ranks. Also we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَى اللَّهُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ إِنَّمَا يَخْشَى اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءِ then Allah says in Surah Fatir, the 20th ayah, and those who truly fear him from his servants are the scholars. We know the famous hadith of the Masjid of in Sahihain, Bukhari, Muslim, when the Masjid of said, Whoever Allah wishes good for, he gives me understanding of the religion. Then we know the hadith of the Masjid of that the ulama waratatul anbiya, that the ulama are the inheritors of the Prophets, why? Not because they have any dinar or dirham, but because the, the, these ulama they they inherit the knowledge. Because the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said they don't leave behind any dinar, and he said whoever takes it has taken a great abundance. So we see that uh, the the level of the scholars is very high and very great with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this Imam, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he had a great status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And more specifically, because he was the Imam of Ahl sunnah because he stood firm in the face of fitna, during the mihna, when there was no one else but him, this gives him a greater status. As we will see in the second part of this series. But nonetheless, أَنَّهُ إِمَامْ أَحْلَ سُنَّةِ وَالْجِمَعَةِ شَيْخِ الْإِسْلَامِ أَحْمَدْ إِبْنْ حَمْبُ أَحْمَدْ إِبْنْ مُحَمِّدْ إِبْنْ حَمْبُ الْذُحَيْلِ الشَّيْبَانِ الْمَرْوَازِ ثُمَّ الْأَلْبَاغِدَادِ Then he is the Imam of Ahl Sunnah, the Shaykh of Islam, 
Ahmed ibn Muhammad ibn Hanbal al-Zuhayli al-Shaybani al-Marwazi thumma al-Baghdadi thumma al-Baghdadi and his kunya was Aba Abdullah Abu Abdullah This great Imam was well known and we're taken from Siyar Alama Nubala from Imam Zahabi and I sh- uh, uh, abbreviated the lineage because he brings a plethora of 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 people who's related to Imam Ahmed rahimahullah so due to brevity of time or the lack of time we want to short uh, cut it just like with his shiukh in his musnad in his musnad he he narrated from over 280 scholars but here we have to uh summarize due to the time so as it relates to his upbringing imam ahmed rahimahullah he was born an orphan as imam zahabi said wa rubbiya ahmed yatiman that he was born an orphan he's born an orphan his father muhammad rahimahullah Rahimahumullah died when he was young. And as some ulama mentioned, he did not meet his father. As it relates to his birth, the month in which he was born in, his son Saleh, he said, Qala li abi. My father said to me that I was born fi rabi al-awwal, sina arba'a wa sateen wa mia. That I, he was born in rabi al-awwal in 164 after the hijra. And he said that he said to me, فَمَاتْ أَبُوهُ شَابٍ His father had died when he was young. But we have another narration that Zahabi brings that his son Abdullah, the son of Ahmed, and also from Ahmed ibn Abi Khudayma, who said that Imam Ahmed rahimahullah was born in Rabi al-Akhir. But then we have another narration Zahabi brings that coincides with the first one. That Abu Daud, meaning Abu Daud as Sajistani, one of the great compilers of the hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu from the Sunan. He said that he heard Sumi'tu Ya'qub al-Dawrawqi say that he heard Ahmed, Sumi'tu Ahmed Yaqub, Ahmed say that he was born in the month of Rabi al-Awwal, in the month of Rabi al-Awwal, in the year Arba'ina wa Satin wa Mi'a 164 after the Hijra. And this is what most ulama say, Rabbi Al-Awwal, and Allah Ta'ala A'lam. But 164 after the Hijra. And this is equivalent to the Gregorian calendar of 780. 780. As far as his shayukh, his scholars are concerned, uh, Imam Zahibi said that Talib Al-Ilm wa huwa Ibn Khams Ashara Sana. في العامة الذي مات فيه فيه مالك وحماد بن زيد. He said that Imam Ahmed رحمه الله he saw the hadith at the age of fifteen, and in it was the year that Imam Malik died, the great Imam of Medina. So you can see that there was some great imma living. Abu Dawood, Imam Malik. Also, you're gonna find Tirmidhi and the Nasai, Muslim, Bukhari, Yahya bin Ma'in, وكذلك. <clears throat> so from his scholars And we mentioned We're going to mention Only a few Hushayim ibn Bashir Also Sufyan ibn Uyayna Al-Halali And Al-Walid ibn Muslim And Abdul Razak 
and Abi Naim and Muhammad ibn Idris al-Shafi'i rahimahumullah may Allah have mercy upon all of them and Ali ibn al-Madini Ali, Ali ibn al-Madini and Abi Bakr ibn Abi Shayba these were some of the shayukh uh, of Imam Ahmed rahimahullah and we've mentioned a few of them we go back again because as I mentioned he had 280 shayukh he narrated from in the Musnad and here Imam Zahabi brings almost seems like all of them Hushayn ibn Bashir Sufyan ibn Uyayna al-Halali Al-Walid ibn Muslim Muhammad ibn Idris al-Shafi'i Abdul Razak Abi Naim Ali ibn al-Madini Abi Bakr ibn Abi Shayba As relates to those who narrate from him he said uh, then therefore who narrated from him was Bukhari and also uh, who narrated from him was Muslim and Abu Da'ud meaning Abu Da'ud as a Jastani and also a Nasai and a Turmudi and Ibn Majah and his son Salih and his son Abdullah and his Shaykh Abdul Razak as well as Ali ibn al-Madini as well as Yahya ibn Ma'in and Muhammad ibn Yahya al-Zuhili and Ahmed ibn Ibrahim al-Duraqi and Abu Zur'a and Abu Hatim and others And to go back, Imam Bukhari, he died in 256 after the Hijra. And Muslim, 261. And Ibn Majah, 273. And Al-Turmidhi, 279. And of course, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, died in 241 after the Hijra. And Imam Malik died when Imam Ahmed was 15, so he died in 179 after the Hijra. And before him... Uh, 15 years before Abu Hanifa died so Abu Hanifa died uh, around 149 after the Hijra or so like this as it relates to his travels Imam Dhahabi said that his son Saleh says to Abi Yukul he heard his father say that Hushayim his Sheikh Hushayim had died and then he said, he, I went out to Kufa, he said, in the year 83, meaning 183, 183. So Imam Ahmed was like around 20 years old when his sheikh had died. And he said, my first travels were in Basra, in the region of Iraq. And he said that for six years. And I went out to Sufyan, in Sufyan ibn Uyayna, on the seventh year. And then he said that, then Fudel ibn Iyad, he died. And then he said, I made Hajj five times. And in it, they were women, three men. Then he said, And faqtu fi ihdaha thalathin dirhamin. Then he said that in, in one of those Hajjs, I spent thir- 30 dirham. Then he said, Then came Ibn Mubarak, Al Mubarak. He said, in the year of Tas'in was Sabina in 79, meaning 179. So Ahmed was 15. Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, was 15. 
And then he said, I first learnt, or I first heard from Hushayn. That's his first sheikh. And then he said, فَذَحَبْتُ إِلَى الْمَجْلِسْ Ibn al-Mubarak. Then after that, I went to the cities of al-Mubarak. Ibn al-Mubarak, which he was, you know, uh, young still at the time, 15. Then he said, I went out to Torasus, which I believe is in the middle of Turkey. And then he said, and then I wrote from Hushayim more than 3,000 ahadith. 3,000. Keep in mind, between the age of 15 and 20, when the sheikh died, he had over 3,000 ahadith that he had wrote from him. And keep in mind, Imam Ahmed said in a narration that I did not uh, compile a hadith or memorize a hadith, I did not act upon. And he memorized over 1 million ahadith, as we're going to see, inshallah. And he said, at that time, وَلَوْ كَانَ عِنْدِي خَمْسُونَ دُرْحَمٍ And there was only 50 dirham with me. Then he said, then... He said, I heard from Sami'atu Abi. He said, then he, then, uh, Saleh said, Sami'atu Abi Yukul. I heard my father say, then, Katebtu. I wrote from, uh, Ibrahim ibn Sa'ad. As it relates to his description, how he looked, uh, it was said by Ibn Dhari'ah, sorry, Ibn Dhari'ah al-Ukbari, that, he وَكَانَ شَيْخًا مَخْدُوبٍ طُوَالًا أَسْمَرَ شَدِيدًا سُمُورًا That uh, uh, Ibn Dhurih Al-Ukbari He said that uh, Imam Ahmed Rahimahullah was very tall and, and, and severely tan And also it was reported that Muhammad Ibn, Muhammad Ibn Abbas The grammarian said that I saw Ahmed ibn Hanbal and he had a handsome face. Ra'aytu Ahmed ibn Hanbal Hassan al-Wajh. And then also it said he had black hairs uh, in his lihya, in his beard. And then he said he seen Ahmed ra'aytu thiyabahu ghilathin bayda. And he had a extremely white thobe. Ra'aytuhu mu'taman wa'alayhi izar. And he was dark and had an iza on. As it relates to his uh, manners or his characteristics, it also Imam Zahabi brings that Al Marudi, he said that Raitu Aba Abdullah Abdullah, Ida Kanafi Bait Amatun, Jalusahu Muturabi'an Khashi'an. That he said that I saw uh, Aba Abdullah and he was in a general bait, I guess teaching. And he mentioned that he was sitting cross-legged humble. As it relates to his hifz, his memorization, he said, Saleh, the son of Ahmed, from his father, that he said that Mat Hushayn, that his Shaykh Hushayn had died. Wa ana ibn, ibn Ashreen, sinna. And I was 20 years old. And he said, I, remember, he, I memorized from him, he said, ma sumi'tu minhu, what I, what I heard from him. So at that time, he memorized 3,000 hadith from him. Also, as it relates to his, uh, his hilfs, it was asked to uh, Abal Zura'a, one of his shiyukh, who has memorized more, you or Ahmed. He said, Bel Ahmed, rather Ahmed has. So his own sheikh said that Ahmed has memorized more than me. As it relates to his uh, his journey, 
he said that uh, Saleh said that Sami'tu Abi Yukul that I heard from my father that he said that I went out to Kufa and he said that and when he went out to uh, Kufa which is in the region of Iraq that he had his head on a brick meaning that this is how he lived and as a student of knowledge it was not an easy road like Sheikh Mukbir Rahimahullah it was said that he used to keep bread in a hole in the wall and when he go back to eat it, when he saved some of it, he would find spiders and dust and dirt on it. And he would wipe the spiders off and the dust and dirt off. He would eat it. And sometimes he didn't have anything. And this is the life of the tulab, of the, of, of, you know, of the student, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the students. The talib is going to have a, a rough road. It's not going to be easy. As we've seen in the life of Sheikh Mukbil, rahimahullah, especially then the Maj. And in other places uh, where you find the students... Having um, hardships along the way. So Imam Ahmed, he said that his head was upon uh, a brick. And he said, then I made hajj. And he says, then I'd return back illa ummi, to my mother. And did not seek her permission. As relates to his family life, his, um, his marrying, is, you know, Imam Ahmed, Hambo said, which is, I believe his cousin, Ishaq. He says, Sumi'atu Aba Abdullah. Aba Abdullah. That he said that I married wa ana ibn Arba'ina Sina. Farazakallah khayran kazira. He said that I married and I was 40 years old. And Allah had blessed me immensely. And it was said by the Shaykh that Imam Ahmed, I believe, if I remember correctly, he was married for 20 years. And he didn't have one dispute with his wife in those 20 years. Something to this effect. So, as we see, this great Imam, Rahimahullah, Allah had blessed him uh, in his ilm, in his knowledge, blessed him in his uh, marriage, uh, blessed him in his status. As it relates to, from the last part we're going to cover, inshallah ta'ala, in this introductory uh, series of the, life's in tri- the life and trials of the Imam of Ahl Sunnah, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, we're going to cover ma yuqal anhu, what is uh, said about him. Imam Zahibi, rahimahullah, he brings a statement from a man, he didn't mention a man, but he said a man mentioned, ma ra'aytu ahadin a'lama, أعلم بفقه بفقه I'm sorry ما رأيت أحد أعلم بفقه الحديث ومعانيه من أحمد He said that a man said I have not seen anyone more knowledgeable in the in the in the fiqh of hadith and is understanding than من من أحمد than than أحمد Also he brings a statement. Uh, from Yahya ibn Adam that ends with him it says يقول Ahmed ibn Hambu Imamuna that Ahmed ibn Hambu Rahimahullah he is our Imam also he brings a statement in relation to uh, Imam Ahmed what they say about him from Amr ibn Al-Abbas we said that Sumi'tu Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi that I heard Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi ibn Mahdi 
mentioned Ashab al-Hadith, people Hadith. And then he said the most knowledgeable of them, A'lamuhum, A'lamuhum. The most knowledgeable of them, Bil-Hadith, Bi-Hadith al-Dahu, Bi-Hadith al-Thawri, in the Hadith of Imam Thawri, meaning Sufyan al-Thawri, is Ahmed ibn Hanbu. Once again, Amr ibn, ibn al-Abbas, and forgive me for uh, my uh, tangled, tangled tongue, uh, my speech impediment, my stuttering. Uh, Amr ibn al-Abbas, he says, Sumi'atu Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi. I heard Abdul Rahman ibn Mahdi say, he mentioned, or he mentioned the people of Hadith, and then he said the most knowledgeable of them with the Hadith of Al-Thawri is Ahmed ibn Hanbu. Rahimahullah. And then he also brings a narration uh, that ends with Yahya al-Qattan, where he said that there is not proceeded upon us uh, anyone similar to these two men, Ahmed and Yahya ibn Ma'in. And he said, and there is not proceeded upon us one who is more beloved in Baghdad than Ahmed ibn Hanbal. Rahimahullah. Also, he brings another a narration uh, that says from uh, Abbas al Dauri, where he says, "Indina Ahmed ibn Hanbu, wa Yahya ibn Ma'in, wa Abu Khudayma, wa Mu'iti, Mu'iti, wa kathalik." He, you know, he mentioned that uh, that's with us is Ahmed ibn Hanbu and Yahya ibn Ma'in. And Abu Khudayma and others. And then he also mentions uh, Abu Asim. And he said, uh, then he mentioned a group from the people, uh, you know, from the other uh, scholars. Then he said, but I do not see anyone similar than this youth. Meaning, Ya'ani, Ya'ani, Imam Zahabi said, Ahmed ibn Hanbu. Ahmed ibn Hanbu. He was a young man, keep this in mind. Young man. Then he brings another narration uh, that it mentions that there's no one like in the two cities, meaning Basra and Kufa, uh, that is more not, more honorable than Ahmed ibn Hanbu. And then inshallah ta'ala we're going to close it up with um, maybe uh, one or two statements. He brings another statement uh, that ends with Muhina um, ibn Yahya, where he said that he had seen Qad Raitu ibn Uyayna, Waqi'i. Waqi'i was one of the uh, teachers of Ibn Shafi'i, Rahimullah. And as Ibn Shafi'i was a teacher of Ahmed, and this is the one who advised Shafi'i when Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah said he complained to his teacher Waqi'i about his suhifti, about his loss of memory. And he said he, 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 he guided me to Turk Ma'asi, to leave off sin. But this Waqi'i also is mentioned uh, that Abdul Razak mentioned that and the people that they have not seen a man. They have not seen a man to Rajalan. That, you know, uh, more than Ahmed. And his knowledge, ilmahu, and his, and his zuhud, 
his uh, abstinence from the dunya, and his piety. Then also we think we bring the last statement of Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, or two statements. Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, uh, said uh, as Muzani, he said that Qalali Shafi'i, Shafi'i said to me, rahimahullah, that uh, you know he has seen a young man in Baghdad who you know he narrates. And he said, and this man, this young man, and was asked, when, woman, who, who is it? He said, Ahmed ibn Hanbu. Ahmed ibn Hanbu. And that he was, of course, there was none more truthful than him. And then also the last statement of Imam Shafi'i, Rahimahullah, where he said that, Za'farani, uh, he said, Za'farani, he said, Qalali al-Shafi'i, Rahimahullah, that I have not seen a man who has more intellect, or more intellectually inclined, than, than Ahmed. Than Ahmed. So this is what we want to bring today. Inshallah ta'ala. Hope that Allah accepted from me and from you. And that Allah Azza wa Jal makes it way heavy on our scales, on the day of Yawm Qiyamah. And it's a benefit for me and for you, and that we act by that in which we hear. We can emulate this great Imam from the Imma of Ahl Sunnati wa Jama'ah. And I say, Subhanak Allahum bi amantika shalom la ilaha 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 Anything I said was correct from Allah, from Allah alone. Anything I said from, from mistakes from myself and the shaitan. Barakallahu feekum, hafidhukum Allah, min kulli shawas kanakum fi si janatihi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.